0: Hello and welcome to another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're in Romans chapter 5, starting in verse 1. We'll get right into it. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if while we were still God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So as we look at this, what stands out immediately? <laughs> oh, the whole thing. Right?
1: We look at it and, you know, it's, it's about faith, right? That's the first thing that Paul's been reiterating. He comes back in it again and, and just simply says that, since therefore we've been justified by faith, right? Mm. In in Christ, right? But then he again, he continually is reminding us, right, about what it is to live out that faith, what it is to live in Jesus, right? And he, he talks specifically in the, in the first verses there, like verse 3, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, right? Mm. Again, that is something that pops out to me because then it's foreign to Christians today. Right? We keep teaching this whole concept that if you really are in tune with God, you're not going to suffer, mm. right? God doesn't want you to suffer. God won't allow you to suffer. Like, like That's the whole concept. And, and Paul says, no, there's value in suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance, mm. character, and character, hope, and hope does not disappoint us. So when I look at that, the first thing that I guess that really sticks out is that the Christian life should be all about this hope that we have.
0: Mm. Absolutely. When I was reading it, the things that stuck out to me the most was uh, this one in verse 3 where we were talking about sufferings, like you just said, that really stuck out because as you said, it's so foreign to Christianity. We don't like to dwell on that. We like to preach a prosperity gospel and that if you know if we're following God, everything's going to get better. There's yeah. not going to be difficulties. He's just going to help us go through time after time of difficulty. God's going to instantly snap his fingers as soon mm-hmm. as we pray. And, and we give up. Whereas if we're praying, we expect God to do something and he doesn't do it in our timing and we have to go through sufferings, we end up turning our back on God. And, and we see that in the Christian culture today. Right. But when we see what... But right here in Romans chapter 5, it's saying is that that is important because it leads us to these awesome characters that develop our faith. And it really sets the stage for this uh, powerful um, opening segment of this chapter.
1: Yeah, I, I love
0: verse 6 too,
1: because it all ties them together. And, and then the NIV version says, you see, at just the right time, mm. I right? Talk about that, been on a kick out at church, been on a kick all over the place. Like sometime later, at just the right time, I think we forget that God is trying to get us somewhere. Mm. He's trying to get us to the place where he can use us, where we are, again, valuable, not just to, to him. That's always there. We're always valuable to Christ, but we're valuable for kingdom building, right? Mm. We're allowing ourselves to be put in the right place at the right time for all these things. And so all of this stuff plays in together, the, the sufferings, the perseverance, the character, all of that sets you and I up for the right time Mm. and and i think that that that's so key for us as christians we don't like to wait we don't we don't like to persevere we don't like to think that god you know is not using us in the way that we want to be used but but god's saying listen all of this stuff i'm going to put it all together and and i'm going to do something
0: with it we're going somewhere together yes god has a plan and it's so important for us to remember we need to follow his timing, not our own. And his timing is always going to be unique. It's going to be something that we don't expect. Yep. Uh, we see that throughout Scripture, time after time. It's not what we expect, not what we think. Uh, there's no perfect roadmap of here's how God's going to do it every time. It's in his timing, not our own. And we see how that that is so important in this example here of how Christ died just the right time. He died for the ungodly and how that totally transformed all of us in our, the entire course of human history and if we had had it in our own timing in our own way it would not have been anywhere near as effective as how it is in god's timing just the right time
1: yeah and i think again then he goes on and he he takes just the right time it's all about christ it's all Mm. about jesus so again we apply that we say like hey everything you're going through it's because at just the right time jesus did that same thing for us and he still wants to just the right time the work of jesus the redemptive work of jesus It's going to come through. God's going to use it, right? And he reminds us of something very important, right? What he says in verse 7. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love to us while we were yet sinners, right? So, again, uh, to me this is so crucial for for us as believers, right? It it is not about perfection, Mm. right? It's about, actually imperfection it's about our need for Jesus i can't stand the fact that, as churches as people today we're constantly diminishing. The work of Jesus. Now, Paul talks about that where Paul says, like, listen, do I keep sinning so that grace will abound? No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is why can't we allow people to need Jesus, Mm. right? Why can't we say, listen, we know that you're fallen. We know that you're human. We know that you're going to make mistakes. It's because you have a need for Jesus, right? And again, at just the right time, the redemptive work of Jesus comes along
0: right why are
1: we getting in the way of that
0: Mm. it's so important that we focus on that concept as you just uh, described for us we all have a need for jesus we all are sinners It, it all of the book of romans really walks us through especially the first part of romans really walks us through just how wicked we are how ungodly we are and how we didn't deserve what jesus did but then here in romans chapter five we start to see a little bit of how The redemption comes in and how Jesus stepped in at just the right time. He stepped into history and he died for us. And we all have that need for Jesus because Jesus was the only perfect person who died a sinless life. He died as our sacrifice in our place. So it's important that we don't diminish that by telling people they don't need Jesus or expecting people to be perfect on their own. They can't be perfect on their own. They need Jesus. Yeah,
1: I like the last section there because it talks about reconciliation, right? It talks about the fact that we have a big, big, big problem. We are out of tune with God the Father, mm. right? And again, we keep thinking he's joking. I, I don't know how we can say it any clearer than God the Father cannot be in the presence of sin, period. You're not getting to heaven with a little bit of sin. You're not mm. getting to heaven with an ounce of sin. He cast our enemy, the devil, out of heaven he didn't like hey wait you know what it's okay we'll just go he cannot be in the presence of sin mm-hmm. right and so the only way that that could happen was through reconciliation and paul says listen it's about jesus on your own your righteousness is as filthy rags. period you can't do it so again don't look at other people and think that you're going to get to have like nobody stands in front of god the father we all need reconciliation and
0: paul says it's just through jesus period there's only one way to get to heaven absolutely and we've got to focus on that one way the narrow way not not making a broad way we're not all going to heaven and not all faiths lead to heaven we can't get to heaven without jesus we have to have a personal relationship with jesus christ and have him as our savior and the lord of our lives we can't do it in any other way mm-hmm. so i just want to stress that for our viewers this week and then really take to heart what we've been talking about this week. And as we look towards the conclusion of Romans chapter 5 next week, join us then for another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking.